And what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Bear Down Sports Association podcast, episode number 45 today. This podcast is brought to you by Supreme Clientele Barbershop, located in Browntown Shopping Center, Old Bridge, New Jersey. Shout out to our guys, Ray and Dave over there, a.k.a. Rocco. Shout out to our guys. Make sure if you guys need a cut, you're going to Supreme Clientele. Tell them that we sent you on over there. Uh, Two of the dopest barbers around. Shout out to our guys at Supreme Clientele. Okay. Serious news. If you are listening to this podcast right now, dead serious, I never say this, I need you to pause the podcast after I'm done talking here and go subscribe on Apple Podcasts if that's where you are listening. Follow it on SoundCloud if that's where you listen. Go do that right now. Okay. Boom, now you're back. Now, I need you to go back again and rate it five stars on Apple Podcasts and write a review. We have a serious thing coming up. Me, Kurtzman, and Augie here. It's all three of us on the podcast today. We have a very serious thing coming up, and we need as many rates, we need as many reviews, followers, everything as possible for this to really work for us. The league could be taken to the next level over the next few months here, whether it be the basketball league, football league, next basketball league, whatever it may be, it could be taken to the next level if we get your guys' help. We need more interaction on the Instagram. We need more likes. We need more comments. Go comment. Go like it. This will grow as as if, if we all commit to it. We need the help. We need the help from everyone in there. We love all you guys. We appreciate every single person who plays in our leagues. We have something very serious coming up, and we need all of that, and I hope you are not taking that for granted and you could understand by the seriousness in my voice. We have big plans. We have the right people on our side, and now we need you guys to just go crazy. Like the pictures on Instagram. Comment on the Instagram. Um... Rate the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, and write a review. We need reviews on Apple Podcasts. Go write a review about the league. Go one or two sentences. It will take two seconds out of your day. That's all I'm asking for. Let's start the podcast. Kurtzman, Augie, what's good? What up? I think you said it uh, as well as we need. We have a big opportunity. The last couple days have honestly been really exciting. Just news, hearing news, new things each day. Um, it's still a long ways away, but if it's you do, start. if you do what TJ just asked, I promise you that will just go a long way into helping us out as well as making your experience as best as it could possibly be for lack of a better term. Yeah, that's a hundred percent true. Oh, you got anything? Um, uh, news is definitely exciting. I don't want to like get ahead of ourselves and yeah. start talking about it, but, um, just stay tuned, be patient, uh, give us all the help you, we could get. And yeah. That's it. That's, that's just what it comes down to. We need everyone's help. Let's get to it. Let's jump into the week two recap. Episode number 45 brought to you by Supreme Clientele Kurtzman. I missed the first two games. So. I was I was away this weekend. Uh, Brie and Teach vlog coming uh, Thursday. Oh, Jesus. Here we go. For real, though, I was not there for the first two games, so I'll kind of take a backseat on this one. First game of the week was... Underdogs versus Wolfpack. Um, 
I thought it was very, high, it was super high paced. Two really good, talented teams, both playing, both teams really playing together. I expected a really good game, and honestly, if it hadn't been for Purple jumping out to a big lead in the very beginning of the game, it, it, I'd say after the first like six minutes or so, the game was probably even in terms of points scored. The going, but the problem was that first six minutes, seven minutes of the game. Um, they showed the Wolfpack showed their dominance in the game. They were getting out on the break. They were finishing layups, making threes, making the extra pass when needed to. It looked like they all played together before. Yeah, I think we all. I, I think me and you knew that they ha- we were gonna have a very good team. They yeah. were gonna be ready to play, and they came out and they showed it. But I give the underdogs a lot of uh, a lot of credit. They stuck in it after the tough start, and there were points in the game where it looked like they were going to be able to make a run, mount their comeback, or mount their comeback attempt. But it kind of always got stifled by. Um, a three by Abdul, a three by Dijon, uh, Deshaun, um, Taz was getting to the lane. Zaheer was making plays. They honestly were all making plays. Every single player. I don't know the big man's name. He was, he had a very good game also. Um, but yeah, no, it was a very high intensity, high motor, high athlete, high level athlete. Yeah. I thought this, when I, when I saw this matchup on paper, again, I didn't see the game. I was texting Zaheer actually, who plays on Wolfpack. Um, I was texting here and I said the maroon team. This uh, the name of the team is underdogs. Underdogs. I was like they are very aggressive and they're very athletic. So I knew it was gonna be a, a good one yeah. there. Oh, this was your first time watching a bunch of those guys play on uh, on the Wolfpack. What was your takeaway from this one? Um, they're two guards. I, I believe it was who's Abdul and Deshaun. Abdul and yeah, Deshaun, they yeah. they were definitely um, spotlighted the game for that team. Um, I've seen Zaheer play. I've seen Taz play. Yeah. Um, I think Hamza. Hamza, yeah. Hamza, yeah. You play, yeah, you've seen him play. Um, yeah, they're a good team. It looks like they played together. They mesh well together. Everyone was on the same page. And um, you love to see that for their first game into the league, you know? Absolutely. So, yeah, I think, they made a, I think they made a statement uh, that they're not messing around because they were out getting out on the break and that's kind of how they were getting all their open shots they were just rebound bigs were bigs were looking to pass immediately up down the court um they were running up and down i was i kept saying to the scores table i was like this is a tra- an actual track, track meet. meet like i yeah. feel like all of like all men's league games have like a track meet feel because like amateur players you're just trying to get you're trying to get easy buckets but that one felt like it was really moving at a fast pace um it was tough to officiate both teams were uh, aggressive going to the rim, inviting the contact. Um, I was trying not to blow my whistle as much because I wanted to keep the flow of the game. There were a lot of foul yeah. calls, though, but that was simply just because both teams were honestly happy. Very, very aggressive, yeah. both teams. They are, and they were both going for blocks, going for steals. Um, it was a great game, though. The score, the final score of the game doesn't tell uh, yeah, how it actually yeah. was. So we're not worried about Maroon at all uh, moving no. forward. We're not no, worried about them at all. Still, I think Bobby Marquez has solidified himself as top Five player in the league, yeah, it's no, MVP sure. candidate, yeah. You know, he he's just a monster. He's gonna go off every week. I feel like, and um, the the rest of the team is good too. And I think they'll be uh, a top three team moving forward. Yeah, I, I think they're. Listen, I know I didn't see the game this week, but from what everyone has told me that they were very competitive. They just had a little bit of a rough start, and it was just back and forth the rest of the way. One thing I liked about Maroon, though, was when, so, like, every time they, like, would come somewhat within close, and then Purple would kind of hit a couple threes in a row and push it back, push the lead back to, like, 15-ish, right? Like, it would be, like, 9, and then it would go back to 15. Um, 
their, some of their players would just be like, yo, just let's just run like si- the simplest motion, like move, just like the simplest yeah. motions that you run in high school uh, basketball, you see. And they would score every single time that they did that, but they got into a little more of an ISO game because that's kind of the game that Purple like, uh, Purple, uh, Wolf, the Wolfpack like to play. They have guys that can take anyone in the league one on one. I just think Maroon definitely has the players that can also do that, like by Marquez. Um, his name's Ty, Ty, number 21. He wears the arm sleeve. Yeah, yeah. He also, also can get to the rack and score on anyone. Um, I just think they need to just move the ball, keep doing what they were doing in week one, and they'll be just fine. Yeah, I think uh, for those who do not know, um, Abdul, the guard that all you're talking about, Abdul and Deshaun are yeah, two are two uh, dominant players in this league. They will be two dominant players in this league. I really like the Wolfpack team. Kurtzman, give me stats here before we move off this one and on to the next. Yeah, Bobby Marquez finished with 25 points, uh, 10 rebounds, 5 assists. Mm. So... I know, like, we used to always talk about high school triple-doubles. That's, that's a high school triple-double. for sure a high school triple-double. Very hard to get a triple-double in any. Also had three steals, only two turnovers, and he had the ball in his hands a lot. Um, the kid Ty also finished with eight points. He was just getting a lot of – he was taking a lot of tough shots. If, like, uh, he was a little uncomfortable at points in the game, but I still think he'll be fine. Their big man also had a very good game. He finished 7 of 12 in the field with 17 points and seven rebounds um, for the Wolfpack. Abdul finished 25 points, 6 assists, 5 rebounds, 2 steals and a block. And Deshaun finished with 23 points, 5 uh, five rebounds, 3 assists. And their big man who, I'm sorry, I just don't know your name, 14 points, 10 rebounds. Also mm. a very efficient day from the field. So, listen, those are going to be two teams you might be seeing very late in the season yeah, still playing. I agree. Let's get down to the next game here, Kirschman, the 130 start. Hard over height versus A section. Okay. Both teams 1-0 coming into the game. Uh, Hard over height got a win without their point guard Jason Gomes in the most in the first week on uh, a buzzer beater, and A section took care of injured reserve in week one. So both teams with a little momentum going into week two, but um, Hard over height kind of dominated dominated this one from start to finish. How did Jason look? Great. Yeah, <laughs> he was making. Oh, Jason! Things you always know about Jason. He didn't get to the lane. He's gonna be able to finish with both hands. He's gonna use his pivot foot very well. He's gonna make the right pass when he has to. And one honestly, he's one court. of the smartest players on the court. And what I was honestly impressed with, I think this is because I haven't seen him play in a while. His defense. He was yeah. everywhere on defense. He was guarding Joe Piscopo. Now Joe Piscopo had a very good game shooting, but that was not because Jason Gomes wasn't playing good defense. Yeah. Jason Gomes was with him step for step every single. Every single uh, step and dribble that Joe Piscopo took, Joe was just hitting some incredible shots. Joe was out of his mind on Sunday. He was actually playing at an unreal level, especially in the first half, and was keeping them in it. But Jason looked very good. Um, Quiet day from Dylan Quigley. Uh, it was his game off of 31 points. I, he wasn't shooting a lot. Only shot the ball seven times. But Shafiq really stood out. Uh, yeah. He, he was hitting almost like every shot, I feel like. Um, Nick Zalek, again, played really well. Yeah. And uh, Murgham's first game, and he, he didn't score that many points, but you could just tell he makes a difference on the court. Yeah, I think that sure. Jason playing, Jason Gomes playing for uh, hard over height, uh, it brings a lot to the game. Like you said, Jason's a really high IQ player. Uh, shout out to Jason, always comes on the podcast whenever I ask him to. Um, he he is could be the X factor for their team and how, how well they play on a weekly basis because – um, Dylan Quigley played, uh, we know in week one, he played really well and he scored a lot of points, but they still need kind of a setup man. And Jason could be just that for their team. As far as a section goes, um, I did not, again, I did not see the game. I heard Joe went nuts. 
Uh, I saw his, he posted on Instagram, on his Instagram story, crazy reverse lay. Uh, yeah, so I'm happy to crazy. see that, that Joe was in his bag. Uh, they just ran into a really good team this weekend. I still think that they're, you know, they could be competitive with every single team in this league A section, as well as, um, you know, Hardover Height is, is probably a top three team in the league right now. So there is definitely no shame in losing to them. No, um, and I don't think a, I think A section just needs to continue playing together and also um, shake some of the rust off. Yeah, they so, they weren't finishing at the, fin- the Drayton and Vela. They just they just ha- I think they just don't play basketball as much as they used to because I remember when I used to play with them, they were both very good players, yeah. both making all their laps. Vela missed just missed a few that if they had just made their layup like their layups when they were close to the basket I think this honestly could have been a much closer game yeah um but that's not to say neither of those players are bad players Drayton finished with I think 17 rebounds so he was killing it on the glass we know that height height will be a problem for heart over height when playing against them so I think they're gonna be fine they can compete with any team in the league they just need to bounce back all right. Uh, do we have stats on this one here, Kurtzman? Yeah, I got you. Shafiq finished with 20 points, finished 5-9 and nine from 3. Uh, had a super tough and one uh, in the game. I saw the video of it yesterday when someone showed me it. Um, two rebounds, two assists. Jason, Jason Gomes finished with 14 points. No, 12 points, I'm sorry. On 6 of 8 shooting. Nick Zalek finished with 6 points. Dylan Shrey just couldn't get the jumper to fall. Over 6 for 3 Over again. 6 from 3 I told, again. Listen, I didn't want to bring it up on the podcast. <laughs> Dylan is going to go see Lethal Shooter and work on the art of shooting. So. But what's going to happen is that one game <laughs> coming up, Dylan's going to go like 7 for 8 from 3. Yeah, it's, and it's, it's, gonna, it's, it's coming. Gonna, yeah, it's easily coming. And I just hope he's they're playing a really good, like one of the better teams in the league. So that it's like on a big stage, yeah. bigger, mo- bigger game. Um, and for the green team, a section, Murga, uh, not Murga, I'm sorry, Drayton finished with 18 points, 13 rebounds. Joe Piscopo finished with 29 points, four rebounds, and two assists. Joe Piscopo, you had a great game, and, uh, can't wait to see what you continue to do because you take some crazy shots sometimes when they go in. <laughs> Joe, Joe is easily my favorite person Player to watch. watch. He's a yeah. for that. He literally is your He literally that. is. Literally, no, Amazing. literally is. Um, Nikki T finished had two had two points, had a bunch of rebounds. He was having a really good game as well, and um, yeah, that's it. Really, the bigger performances for a section. All right, next next team. I already did both teams in that game. Oh, you didn't? Yes, I did. You Talk. did. You did, Shafi- you I did. did. I did Shafiq. Oh, okay, okay. We All talked right. about Dylan. I don't know where I was. Uh- you. We talked about Dylan. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. You're right. I'm, bugging, I'm bugging, I'm bugging, I'm um, bugging. <laughs> let's let's uh, let's go to the next game, the two thirty start here, which was Bad Boys versus the Kings. Okay, so I caught the very end of this one. Okay. I'll let you guys go. Yeah, Orange could have won. The Kings honestly were in position to win that game. They just the threes just were not falling. Uh, a bunch of rimmed out threes. Um, I didn't think the bad boys played a particularly good game outside of their big. Their big played a very good game. KP, he played a great game. He was getting to his spot whenever he wanted, and um, he really impressed me. I don't know if I've actually ever seen him play before. Maybe I had, but I just he didn't played know in the Y League before. He probably did, but I just didn't remember him. But um, no, he really kept their offense going when it was stagnant. Uh, Tom didn't shoot the ball that well um, on Sunday. Andrew didn't really shoot the ball that great either. So they needed to find offense from other places, and they were able to. Uh, about the Kings, what do you think they did differently from week one to week two? They rebounded the ball very well for the lack of size. Nick King Nick had King, 13. Boardman gets paid. Yeah, baby. Boardman gets paid. I feel like every single rebound, especially defensively, he was in there getting the rebound because they couldn't they couldn't afford to give up uh, second chance points. And in a game that I thought they would honestly get dominated on the glass by the two bigs that uh, 
the bad boys had, they did a very good job at rebounding, boxing out, and also getting out in transition. They just didn't hit the threes that I thought they were going to hit. The two kids from TCNJ, uh, Liam, Liam went 0 of 7 from 3. Mm. Had three or four rim outs, a couple that were just short, like... Though he just needs to knock the rust off. He doesn't play yeah. anymore. He told he was telling me he don't really play that much anymore. Uh, and the other kid, Joe, he was playing out of his mind. He was getting to the bucket. Him and Sean were having a very good battle defensively yeah. and obviously both guarding each other. Um, and I still think that also with Orange, I like their team because they have a lot of guys that can do a lot of things. Mm. They don't have the height, but like guys like Rob Akani can play point for them and let Joe and Liam run off screens. They have Paul, who's a really good shooter. Tommy Torrey has impressed me each of the last two Tommy weeks. Tommy Torrey, Tommy Torrey impressed me. I did not. I could never have thought he was. Not that I could I've never. No, have I've seen Tommy play basketball before. That's why. See, I've I had yeah, never. Good, great athlete. I saw him in football, but it translates to the basketball court for sure. With Absolutely. him, he has a patented spin move. I've seen it three, yeah, times, three times in two yeah, weeks already. So. No, he's there. They have a good, well-rounded team. They just kind of need to put the shots together. They're gonna have a game this year where they, a couple games this year where all the shots are falling from everyone. Everyone's feeling themselves, and it's gonna be a couple big wins for them. But just didn't happen in week two. I think with them at times, they uh, it gets away from them. They try to play hero ball, and then they just mm. have a bunch of reckless possessions. Um, if they could stay composed and play as a team, um, they could definitely. Even though they lack size, they could definitely uh, make a push to become. Uh, they haven't. They haven't played. They haven't played. From what I'm hearing from you guys, they haven't played to the best of their ability yet. No, I, I mean. I, like I said, like Rob, I Rob, I know, yeah. is a good basketball player, and he has not looked and good. And he, sm- like, like he yeah. smoked a wide-open, fast-break layup. Like, and yeah. it just looked it looked weird. Like I think a lot of kids just don't play basketball as much anymore, especially because it is the winter now. So if you were playing in the summer, you haven't played yeah. in months, unless you're playing a lot indoors and stuff. So I just think once that team knocks the rust, continues to get better, they're gonna, they're, they haven't played their best ball yet. So. All right, let's get the stats and then on to the next one. Yep, KP finished with 17 points, 7 rebounds, Two assists. Um, Sean finished with four points, three is three steals, two assists, one rebound, and their other big. Aiden. I think. Oh, Aiden. Aiden finished with ten points, seven rebounds, and their other big. I believe his name is Al. He finished with ten points, uh, eight rebounds. I want to say actually before we move on from here, uh, Aiden has looked really good. Yeah. Like Aiden got so much better at basketball. He used to not be, and this is no disrespect to Aiden. He'll t- I bet you Aiden would tell you himself. He used to not be that good. He was just big and like a volleyball player. And then I guess he's been playing a lot of basketball since high school ended because, uh, college, yeah, and, and in college because Aiden is actually really good and has really good body control and block shots and finishes around the rim and is confident shooting the ball. So he actually I, had a crazy pin off the backboard. Aiden, early yeah, in the yeah. Game. Aiden is uh, Aiden is definitely a beast. Yeah. No, um, and then I guess really I think the, the I was surprised Tom Selly didn't score in this game. Mm, okay. Um Yeah, he w- I think yeah. he went over seven for three. Or yeah, five. he just didn't have it. I okay. think I got him excited because I told him after he hits his three, you gotta look at the camera and give me the celebration. <laughs> oh, he was thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, he was yeah, probably yeah. thinking about doing the celebration before he actually <laughs> made the three. Damn. Did you do the king hey. stats yet? No, I didn't okay, do the king yeah. stats yet. Paul finished with 11 points on three of seven shooting from three. Uh, Liam Byrne finished with uh, 12 points, didn't make a three. It was four of seven from two. Um, And Joe Matano finished with 11 points, two rebounds, two, uh, I'm sorry, four rebounds, three assists, two steals. He was kind of all over the place doing a lot for them, uh, making plays on the defensive end as well. Uh, And then Tommy Torrey, I was very impressed with. He finished with eight points and four rebounds. Mm. All right, let's get on to the next game here. Let's go to the 3.30 start, which I definitely saw. That was 
the flippers against yeah. injured reserve. Okay, I saw this one. Let me come out and say this. Stop playing zone against the flippers. Stop. Just don't do it. They Will Oswald doesn't miss. They added Steve Strom now, who's a very good shooter, even though he didn't show it in, in uh, the last game here. Femi, we know, who wasn't there, could shoot. Julius could shoot. Jack, who was rusty at first, knocked it off, started hitting shots. Uh... I think Gorky is a beast right now. He's arguably in MVP conversations. Julius hasn't even really gotten going for them, scoring the ball-wise yet, and we know what he's capable of. Um, that team is a, a really good team. They, their, their starting five is definitely uh, super talented, and uh, I, I think right now they could, you can make the case that they are the best team in the league. Yeah, they have definitely played like the best team in the league thus far, coming back from 20 down in week one and kind of dominating throughout this second week, uh, they have the most dominant big in the league right now. He had another seventeen and uh, another seventeen and fourteen. Yeah, so say Gorky is a problem. Yeah, yeah. like there's just the the size. It's just kind of the size and the mass in him. He has a very good inside of five feet. He's Game. very good. Gorky's like, footwork is he, good. Gorky's touch around the rim is good. good. Off the glass, he's good. He makes these sometimes these uh kind of over the shoulder layups, but. Listen, he has a, a very good game, and he doesn't need to have the ball in his hands to make it. He make his game, make his presence felt. He kind of yeah. just does what he needs to do: rebound the basketball, get it out, rebound the basketball, put it back up. Um, I was super. I'm super impressed by their team. Uh, Will continued to shoot the three well, finish four of, se- four of seven from three again. Yeah. So listen, stop playing zone against them. You're gonna have to. Yeah, go stop man. playing zone. You're, but listen, I understand why teams don't want to go man oh, against them. They don't them. have to guard Julius. You don't man. want to guard Julius. You don't have to, try to guard yeah. Julius and Gorky running the pick and roll. That's yeah. a that's a very good point guard running the pick and roll. Can finish with both hands. Can dribble very well with both hands. Um, yeah, I just think that you have to kind of pick your poison. And what do you what do you want to do? Do you want to get gashed with their moving the ball well, or do you want to make them play iso ball? I might I might want to make them play a little iso ball. Maybe you have to mix it up a little bit. You can't just keep throwing the same thing at them because they're all very smart basketball players and they'll figure out how to beat you each possession down the floor. Yeah. All right. Um, I think that's enough on the flippers. Let's get to uh, injured reserve here. Same uh, story as last. I'm week. happy. I'm happy to see Samson and Tease show up. Teasy, uh, definitely rusty to start the game, then started to pick it up a little bit. I think that team will benefit greatly if Jimbo shows up. Yeah. I don't know if Jimbo's coming to the game. I honestly have no clue if he ever shows up. They need him badly. They need a point guard on that team to set up the rest of the players. They just need to create a, a, yeah, tra- a player that actually plays the role of creator for yeah. an entire game. And they're gonna if the two players that they got on their team to do that show up to the games. They're not. They're not this Kate Walk of a team that we've seen lose each of the first two weeks. Mike Danino and Jimbo. They're your two guys that are supposed to be creating the offense for the team, and neither of them have showed up through two weeks. Now I know Mike was working, and he said I'm pretty sure he said he will definitely be at next week's game. And from what I also hear, that Jimbo will be at next game, and and they're going to be good for the season. They will so. be a complete. I don't even want to talk about them because they will be a completely different team. Yeah. yeah. With those guys. Yeah. All I want to say on them is shout out to TZ for coming. Shout out to Samson for showing up. I hope everyone's there every week for their team because they're just a completely different team. Right now, they're just they're lacking a point they guard. They lack guard mm. play, and when 
Jimbo and Mike aren't there, then that forces Smitty to have the ball in his hands the whole time. That forces Spo to be yeah, yeah, Spo's like playing the two yesterday. Yeah, yeah, like, like. Spo's Spo, spot up shooting threes. Yeah, that's, that's not, not his, his game. game at all. He knew it too. He came up to me at the end of the, yeah, end of the day and literally was like, "That's not how I play basketball." No, and, and Smitty, Smitty even says anything too. He's like, "I should not have the ball in my hands the entire game." It's just like he's a spot if, creator. If Spo, he's like a third creator. If Spo, someone like Spo, he needs to roll off a pick from Jimbo mm-hmm. or crash on an offensive glass. glass when Mike goes to the lane. And like, Spo and Smitty, they know their role. Absolutely, they just know that when guys aren't there, other players have to step up and do it so yeah black the uh injured reserve they're going to be jo- i think they're going to be fine once their players are fully there and showing up tz is only going to continue to knock the rust off he didn't he just didn't have a good game just didn't play well yeah. i think i Sam like how he shoots him anywhere though oh he lets it fly he, his confidence is kind of never lacks um this team's owing too but they are definitely in my opinion not the worst team in the league i would have them Right in the middle of the pack, and I think once we see them play with Jimbo and Mike, they could jump up right to the top three team. And we'll have a better idea of who they yeah. actually are. All right, let's go get uh, the stats, stats here. real quick. Um, for injured reserve, Smitty finished with 13 points, five rebounds, had one assist, shot five of se- uh, six of seven from the field. So, a very good, efficient day for Smitty. Yeah. Like we said, he shouldn't be playing in that creator role. Hopefully, their players show up going forward. And Spo finished with seven and five um, on three of nine shooting. For the Flippas, Gorky finished with 17 and 14 rebounds on seven of 10 shooting, another efficient day at the office. For, yeah, for, Gorky. for Gorky, he continues to dominate. Julius finished with 13 points, four rebounds, three assists, and a steal. And Will finished 12 points, all on four threes, four of seven from three, six rebounds, three assists. And yeah, Secret and uh, Jason Savaro shot 100% from the field. Two for two from the field, and also had an assist and a steal. Uh, had a very good uh, game in his second time out there. And we can get into, I guess, the last game. Yeah, now. let's get into the last game of the day. The Honestly, the most entertaining game of the, the day. The 3.30 start. 4.30 start. 4.30 start, my bad. The 4.30 start. I want to start by saying shout-out to the Waiver Wire Warriors. Everyone who came together, trusted us to kind of put the team together, and they showed up, and they played a really good game, and I think they're going to be a good team moving forward. Shout-out to Kaysan, shout-out to Zach, shout-out to Q. Shout CJ, Jarwar, yes. Joe. Um... Jeez. Jay Gonzo. Jay Gonzo. If I'm forget if I forget yeah. you, I'm sorry. It's not on purpose. I'm yeah. just, I'm, just I have a lot. Shout out yeah. to everyone. I will say this. One, I was very impressed by Jarwar. Yeah. Very impressed. Jarwar is good. Jarwar's a good big guy to have on your team. Could finish around the rim, rebounding, very aggressive. Uh Kason, we know what he's about. Kason is arguably the best scorer in the entire league. Would you be shocked if Kason led the league in scoring? No, not, not at all. Not at all. No. Uh, One Zach, of those guys, any given, every, any given Sunday in the gym, he could be the best guy out there. Absolutely. Zach, uh, who me and Kurtzman have battled against before in uh, absolutely battled man. before in, in a bunch of men's league. I'm very excited that Zach is on, is on that team and he is in the league. He's tough. He started off slow, got it going late. Uh, they were in this one the entire time. I thought uh, T.J. O'Regan looked pretty good too. He was. Yeah, a gre- he I was said. I, I said after the game, I was like, he is definitely like just a guy out there is going to do the very the little, little things, things for yeah. them. Um, rebound. He'll make the extra pass. He knows his role very well, and he was playing within himself. And I liked what I saw out of him. Yeah, I'm. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited for that team. Let's talk about uh, the uh, grit and grind here, Dubs team. I thought Majid got off. I thought Dubs got off. Uh, they, they that's who right there. That could be the best backcourt in the entire league. 
Yeah, um, Majid came to me after the first game, and we only took seven shots, and he said, I'm going to be super aggressive this game. He yeah. goes, I'm not good. Go- he told me he was not going to have another game in this league where he's only shot the ball seven times unless everyone else was hitting shots, and they were up by 50. Yeah. He needs. He knows he needs to be aggressive. He knows he's the number two guy. Like He's the 1A, 1B with dubs on this team in terms of playmaking, creating, and scoring for that team. And he came out in a big way, 31 points, mm. six, six rebounds. He was out there doing everything for them. I feel like every time they needed a bucket, he went out, Aaron got one. Mm. And I, I, no, I, I agree. I'd and be remiss not to talk about dubs. Yeah. Ten assists. Uh, listen, and I've we've been playing in men's leagues forever. It's hard to get ten assists in a men's league game. I've been playing in men's leagues forever. Ryan Williamson, aka Dubs, might be the greatest men's league player I know. And that's not even an exaggeration. Yeah, that's, that's, that's just right. in terms of he doesn't lose in he men's does, leagues. He really doesn't lose. He plays really well. He lost in week one. And I was shocked. Shocked. Because whenever the game is back and forth, I just always bet on Ryan. Uh, Ryan is is obviously incredible. Um, I, I think that grit and grind could potentially be one of the best teams in this league as well. I think the league is deep. That, the league is very deep. All these teams are very good. Uh, they need to. They just. That's a team that needs to keep playing together. They need. They'll get better as the weeks go on. As they figure out, Dom gets more involved. Maja gets more aggressive, takes more shots. You got guys like Tom Garvey out there playing good defense. Like they. They have the big. I think his name is Jalen. Jalen yeah. blocking shots and playing defense and getting rebounds. Like they. They have a deep team. Billy, I, I haven't even mentioned Billy. Billy has been an absolute monster th- through the first two weeks. Billy, on any given week, could lead the league for that week in scoring. Yes, very so possible. and Billy, we know Billy gets gets the three going. He gets layups in transition. He plays defense, rebounds. So they they are a really really good team. Him and Dubs playing together is just yeah. They know it, how to play together. Yeah, it's fun to watch because you see uh, Billy just post up and. Dubs just kind of gives him a jump ball, and Billy grabs that. Yeah, how many how many jump? I that's think what you do. With, that's what you do with Billy on your team. Down court, like almost like Lonzo um, ball type pass. Yes, to, like when Zion it's, gets it's, to, when Zion gets the early post. It's up. what LeBron throws to Anthony Davis, and I'm not comparing Dubs and Billy to LeBron. But it's, and AD, it's the pass. But though, that's, that's the pass that they throw. If you watch the Lakers, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, no, they they've been playing together forever, so yeah. it doesn't surprise me that they have that type of chemistry on the court. Um, Majid. Just add to our element. Majid plays on our teams. He's always looking to make the pass. He's only look, he's looking to score a secondary. But uh, he got set up by Dubs a lot. Yeah. And I'm excited to see them continue to grow his backcourt because they could be the best backcourt in the league, All like right. you said. Let's get into the stats on this one to close it out. Yep. Dubs finished with 28 points, 10 assists, 5 rebounds on 12 of 23 shooting. Super efficient day. No, not surprised. Also, another day in the office. Another yeah. day in the office for Dubs. It was good Dubs. to see Dubs go off. I know Kobe was his guy and everything. He was super upset during, uh, as we all were, but uh, he loves Lakers, loves Kobe. So, uh, Majid finished with 31 points, six rebounds, two assists, three blocks, and a steal on 12 of 20 shooting. Another day in the office. That's another day office for him. Billy finished with 18 points, six rebounds, two assists, two steals, and a block um, on nine of 11 shooting. Or nine (laughs) of 14, I'm sorry. But still. Billy hasn't missed through the first two weeks. Has not missed. Uh, Dom only played a half, finished with seven and seven. He keeps telling me to extrapolate his stats to plus uh, to uh, thirty six minutes per thirty six minutes. He'd be, he'd be fourteen and fourteen. <laughs> okay. So uh, yeah, no. Uh, and they just played a well rounded game. Tom Garvey was playing very good defense. Tom Kelly was making plays. Yeah, Jaylen, I think they'll get better once they start getting TK and Dom a little bit more involved too. Once because those guys TK really, had a big three in the yeah, middle of the yeah, second yeah. half that really uh, kept them going in front. And we can get into the waiver wire warrior stats. 
so we can stop talking about uh, White yeah, Grand yeah. Rifle. We were talking about that for a minute. Uh, Kaysaw finished with 30, 33 points and six rebounds, two steals on 10 of 24 shooting. <laughs> and Zach Fish with 24 points, five rebounds, one assist, one steal. Uh, Mike DeRose chipped in with a few buckets. He was everywhere on the glass. He had five rebounds. Yeah, Mike DeRose had a good uh, game. Q, good athlete, was playing very good defense. Joe DeMeo, um, Joe DeMeo. Joe DeMeo need to shoot more, yeah, man. Yeah, no, Joe, he... no, they're going to figure it out. They'll figure That's their first time playing yeah, together. Yeah, this is the first time nine guys playing together. Joe, and I thought Joe looked good out there. Yeah, they lost. Listen, the final score was 86 to 75, but with two minutes to go in that game, that was a two point game with uh, with two minutes to go. So I'm not worried about waiver wire Warriors. They got two guys that can go out there and create the offense for the team, and they have a lot of good role players that know what they're doing out there, and I think they're going to be just fine. Mm. All right. Uh, Let's get into our power rankings to close the podcast out. All right, so I'm excited for this because I can't do the power rankings in football season when I play. So these are my These are Augie's power rankings. These are my power rankings. And um, record does not determine where you are in the rankings. So one, I got the flippers. Um, Two, I got hard over height. Um, Three, they only played one game, but... I'm sold. The Wolfpack. Uh, four is Grit and Grind, Majin Dubs. Five, I got the Underdogs. Six, I got the Bad Boys. Sheesh. Seven, I got Injured Reserve, even though they're 0-2. Eight, I got the Waiver Wire Warriors. Uh, nine, I got A-Section. And ten, I got the Kings. So, okay. I mean, and what you agree you know what's with, funny? But, I have a, a like the league is so deep that I have such a different. I think I have such a different power rank. The league is very deep. Yeah. Oh yes, Tom the Segway's team, Bad yeah. Boys at six. That's I'm gonna give deep. you mine real quick, and I honestly don't really know how I'm gonna do this because these teams are all so like. Yeah. Um, I have to go based off how you played so far, though, not what I've seen you play. It's all about in this league only. I got the Flippers one, Wolfpack two, mm. um, Hard Over Height. Oh my God. Yeah, I got hard over height three, grit and grind. You four. wanted to go grit and grind. But I they did, beat but they but beat they them, beat so them. I can't. How can yeah. I tell you say you're better if yeah, you yeah, lost they to them? them. Yeah. Uh, and it was a close game where both teams were making shots, and that was a good game. Yeah. Uh, hard over height three, grit and grind four. Wow, like I got the bad boys saying, at like, full strength at five because okay. they didn't have Christian this week. Uh, they didn't look as good, but I think with Christian there, that makes them a better team. Uh, but right, the underdogs could easily be. At number two in this, number three in this rankings, but I'm put, they're at six for now. Um, they beat a team who's zero and two, and they lost to the Wolfpack, so I got to take that into consideration as well. I have the waiver wire Warriors seventh. I have injured injury reserve eighth. The Kings ninth, and A section tenth. I just think mm. A section needs another guy who can really score for them outside of Joe. Okay, I think that I would probably agree with your power rankings. I would probably be on the same the same board. As, it's as just you. from from one to six. One your final to, three. I'm My sorry. final three, I had um, injury reserve, uh, Kings, A section. Mm. All right. All right. Uh, yeah. That's going to be it for the podcast. Remember, go back. If yeah, you still if, haven't, if you're listening, go subscribe, go rate, go review. I can imagine if you're review, please. Yeah, I can imagine if you're still listening, you probably already did it because you're a loyal fan. Yeah. But please, please, please help us out. You know how much I care about this. You know how much we care about this. We want to take it to another level so you guys can have a better experience while playing in the league. And, yeah, I'm super excited. Yeah, we'll see you guys on Sunday for the games.